0: Right, welcome to the show. Today we're talking about better opportunity for single soldiers. Who I've got here with me today is Staff Sergeant Nystrom. I'm going to give you a little background on Staff Sergeant Nystrom. Uh, his first name is Taryn. He was born in Rogers, Arkansas in June of 1995. He's a dedicated husband to Bree Nystrom, Bria Nystrom, I'm sorry whom is a real estate agent at, with Summity Realty Group located in downtown Fairbanks, and a father to the wonderful Adelaide Nystrom. Staff Sergeant Nystrom enlisted in the Army in 2013. He went to basic training in OSUT at Fort Benning, Georgia, and graduated as an infantryman. Staff Sergeant Nystrom's first duty station was at Fort Drum, New York, where he was assigned to 10th Mountain Division. Shortly after, he was selected to work on a downed aircraft team, or DART team, with the 66 Cav Aviation Unit. Once complete with his initial term, he re-enlisted in PCS to 212 in Fort Carson, Colorado. There he served as a team leader, as well as a TC during mounted operations. Staff Sergeant Nystrom deployed to Afghanistan in 2018 in support of Operation Freedom Sentinel as key leader for over 12 Guardian Angel missions for the Deputy Commander of Coalition Forces. Facilitating multinational leader engagements. Once Staff Sergeant Nystrom redeployed back to Fort Carson, he was placed in HHC-212, serving as the reconnaissance squad leader, where he primarily worked with 10th Group during multiple training operations. Staff Sergeant Nystrom then deployed to Fort Knox, Kentucky for CST as a key leader for UPL operations. What does that mean?
1: Uh, Unit Prevention Leader Sergeant Major, so we went to CST, and we were on a small five-man detail where we conducted UAs on cadre, cadets, and second lieutenants for almost five months, and uh, we worked directly with uh, uh, civilians at that time.
0: All right, overseeing over 10,000 flawless UA tests on cadets, cadre, and officers. Upon returning, he was transferred to headquarters... Uh, 212 in the S3 shop uh, as the NCOIC for UPL for the HHC and the Battalion Commander's Crow Gunner and Battle NCO during the CPX and a JRTC rotation. And then about a year ago, Staff Sergeant Nice from PCS to Fort Wainwright where he started out in uh, Ares 124 and then he was selected, based off his performance in E3B, to come work as the Ops NCO uh, here at, in our office in 1555, where he also acts as uh, Wolf Six's gunner. Wolf six so thanks for being here, Sergeant Neistrom.
1: Yeah, absolutely, sorry, Major. I, um, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: So the reason that uh, the reason we're here today is we're here to talk about, you know, the BOSS program or better opportunities for single soldiers. So why don't you tell us uh, what you do for the BOSS program and why you think it's important?
1: Uh, yes, absolutely, Sergeant Major. So, <clears throat> So what is BOSS and why is it important? So the mission of the BOSS program is to enhance the morale and welfare of single soldiers. Now... Breaking that down and and the reason why it is important, uh, it's to increase the retention and sustain combat readiness. Boss reps assist the chain of command in dealing with suicide prevention, sexual assault, sexual harassment, and issues that single soldiers uh, have while living in the barracks that they might experience. So are you single? I am not single. I have been married for almost seven years now. November, I'll be
0: married for seven years. So can you tell me why you were chosen to be the brigade boss representative? <clears throat> I believe the reason that I was
1: chosen to to be held in the position of the brigade boss rep is, is because I'm a very outgoing and, and just, when it comes to the morale and welfare of soldiers, I I want to see, but I want to see them succeed. Um, Alaska is, is a harsh environment. It is hard to live here and it's, it's difficult for soldiers for, for especially guys coming straight out of OSIT and, and coming up here. If, if you don't have an outdoors lifestyle, you know, background, it's kind of hard to, to find your place here. And, and so with the boss program, it creates more opportunities than just hunting and fishing. Now for me, I mean, that's, that's my life. I grew up hunting and fishing and, and, and so when I'm outside of work, I'm with my family. We're always doing something in the woods or in the water
0: so uh, what i'll tell you is the you were chosen by me to be the boss representative the reason that i chose you is because this is a program that is a hundred percent uh supported by this brigade command team it's important to wolf six it's important to me so having somebody in our office uh as the boss representative keeps us linked into the process and lets us know what's going on in the boss program and that way when we're making decisions about directions to move for the brigade we can take into account the single soldiers that we have under uh our direction or the single soldiers who we are uh serving as the command team for and be able to make decisions that are also beneficial to them And so we wanted to have a link into that program, and that's why you're the brigade boss representative, so you can keep us updated on what's needed for the single soldiers of the brigade. So why don't you talk to us about some of the upcoming events that the boss program has?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So for starters, we are now getting a new president for boss. His name is Sergeant Herbert. Uh, he's coming in, and as well as if anybody is or wanting to volunteer for SAD uh, <clears throat> Soldiers Against Drunk Driving, that you can reach out to Sergeant Webster at any point in time. He is the president for uh, for SAD.
0: So let's be um, let's be clear. Sergeant Herbert is the Garrison Boss representative.
1: Yes. Yes. As okay. of now, he he has been he has taken over for Sergeant Brown. And, and he will be the one that you see anytime that these boss representatives go over to the last frontier for the boss meetings, um, which I do want to reach out if um, <clears throat> I'd like to send an invitation to the first sergeants to those boss, the boss meetings that we have every other week. It's located at the last frontier conference room. Uh, the next one that is going to be conducted will be this week on Thursday between 13 and 1400. And the big reason for the invitation is because as the first sergeant, your company boss reps are your single soldier's voice. They're the ones who speak up when they, because change is needed. Um, something isn't, isn't getting facilitated correctly and these service members are stuck in the barracks, especially during these cold winter, winter nights when it's just dark. Um, your boss reps address to you and the commanders about concerns over soldiers and isolation, especially during holiday periods. Alaska is a hit or miss when it comes to the morale and welfare of your soldiers. So hearing it uh, firsthand would would really make a difference. Um, as far as upcoming events, uh, we got paintball on the on September 11th. Um, you can always, like I said, reach out to me or Sergeant Herbert in order to schedule that. Um, some upcoming boss trips. Uh, Boss ATV safety course. That's a big thing, um, especially for service members who aren't familiar with riding an ATV and and rollover procedures, anything of that nature. Uh, that's on September 18th. And then they actually, after that, have an ATV trip up at Murphy Dome for those service members who conduct that safety course. And that's on the 25th of September. <clears throat> September 11th, we have making strides of Fairbanks. Uh, volunteers are needed for making strides for the breast cancer walk volunteers uh, are needed to set up tents road guards along with the route and cheer on participants um, this falls directly in line with this falls directly in line with the arctic wolf visualization um, and it talks directly in there about uh, getting into the community and, and, and just giving building morale and welfare
0: All right, so you talked about you and Sergeant Herbert, but you guys are the garrison and the brigade rep. Um, and so these programs, of course, you know, probably hundreds of soldiers will want to go to these, these um, different events that you've named off. Can you talk about how a soldier gets to – a specific boss event, or a soldier can find out from somebody besides the garrison and the brigade rep, you know, yes, how, how they get how they get some information about the boss program.
1: Absolutely. Aside from reaching out to your company boss reps, your battalion boss reps, or myself, the brigade boss rep, you guys can opt in to receive text messages from boss themselves uh, by typing, Wainwright, boss, boss is capitalized, and the number for that is. One two zero six nine two nine four zero four zero, and it will send you updates uh, a couple days prior of upcoming events. And I actually have it on my phone, and I use it as well as a tool to reach out to my battalion reps and, and inform them just as a reminder of upcoming events that are happening.
0: So, how do those slots get doled out? Do they get, or do they get doled out? Yeah, is it first come first serve, it, it is, or how? It m- is. So how how do you control one, two, five slots? I mean, that's that you said 20 slots. Is that 20 garrison slots or is that 20? 20
1: garrison slots.
0: Okay. Yep. So between all the different organizations on garrison, it's kind of a first-come, first-serve uh, deal. So yes. you've got to get yes. in there quick. Yes, absolutely. But let me ask you uh-huh. this, Sergeant Nystrom. How do we make this boss program better? How, what, what can this organization do? And I'm not just talking about um, – Leaders, I'm not talking about boss, just boss uh, representatives. I'm talking about soldiers, leaders, um, this headquarters. How can how can anybody across this formation make this program better, so we can take care of these single soldiers?
1: That's a great question, Sergeant Major. I believe personally it falls directly in line with the first line boss representatives, that's our company reps. And and the reason that I say that is, is again, they are the voice for those companies service members. And if there's something that they, they need or they want, that's who they go through and they go just like anything else straight up the chain of command. And it goes all the way up to me and then Sergeant Herbert. And so I think for these company boss representatives and battalion boss representatives, communication skills, um, being able to speak up and talk to service members. And, and, and just don't be shy, you know, you're you are there to, to help the morale and welfare of these soldiers. And so in, in order to do that, some examples, you know, getting with your first sergeant, ask him, Hey, when do you think would be a good time, I can bring up these upcoming events to to the company. And some I would say, Another good example of that is, while the First Sergeant's conducting his weekend brief, ask the First Sergeant if you can bring up some any and all of the upcoming events, so that way, if there's these single soldiers who just plan on staying in the barracks over the weekend and playing video games, you know, maybe they'll rethink it, reevaluate it, and if they don't have a ride, maybe they could reach out to you or Battle Buddy within their ranks and, and attend these events.
0: Is there something wrong with uh, staying in your barracks and playing video games on the weekend?
1: Well, sorry Major, if you think about how cold and how dark it gets, especially during the winter months, being isolated in a, in a room for multiple nights on end, not in direct contact with anybody, I mean, it's not good for your health. You know what they're doing in there. They're sitting in there just drinking monsters and, and energy drinks left and right. They're hammering down bags of Pringles and... and and then they show up Monday morning and they wonder why they can't run five miles. Mm.
0: sounds like you're biased to people who like video games.
1: <laughs> no, no, not necessarily uh, I just I want to be able to see these guys get out and and just experience Alaska for what it is and
0: <clears throat> so why don't you why don't you talk about things that you've experienced in Alaska that you think it would be beneficial for somebody who's constantly sitting in the barracks and you know playing video games to go see instead, you know, instead of sitting in the barracks, like you say.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, remember, Alaska isn't all just extremely brutally cold in the winter. Um, you guys on four days can always put in passes. You go down to Anchorage or Seward area. You guys could even go down to uh, Homer, and and there you could go conduct fishing trips. You can go get on charters, and it'll –
0: have you seen any of those things in the BOSS program?
1: Uh, so they have talked about that in the BOSS program. There was some upcoming events. They all did get canceled. Um, but as soon as there is something that comes out, I will make sure that it gets distributed down to the lowest rank possible.
0: What about like uh, skiing and snowboarding? Have you seen any of that stuff in the BOSS program? Yes,
1: yes. So they are start – that is in the works. They're getting ready to start uh, integrating that for the, the winter season coming up um, as well as well – as snowmobile trips and i I believe it'll be the same situation as the atv where they'll have to take a snow machine safety course prior to that actual event occurring
0: do you know any of the ski skiing areas that are around
1: yes so birch hill uh that's a great location that's very local especially for these guys who don't have uh a lot of means of transportation uh, that's really really close, and you could. Um, you guys can also go down to Alieska, just south of Anchorage, um, a little bit further from Fairbanks. There's the Moose Lodge. I think it's up by uh, Murphy Dome, and uh, up there you can do. You guys can do some snow skiing or snowboarding as well. Um.
0: Hey, so something that something that I think would be valuable to talk about is uh, when. wolf six came into the position uh he had a whole bunch of uh different documents and he calls them the wolf notes and inside one of his wolf notes he talks about the way that we uh the way that we operate and one thing that he talked about is uh making sure that during the sfrg which is soldier family uh readiness groups that we incorporate the boss into it and then he also talked about when we uh, develop the training calendar there are a few things that we start putting on the training calendar before uh, we actually put the training events on the training calendar Um, and one of them are things to things to take care of soldier welfare and so um, the boss program is probably one of those things that we should figure out how to put those boss program uh items on the training calendar having said that uh i'd just like to let the audience know that wolf six wolf seven absolutely support this program and it shouldn't be a it shouldn't be a fight with the training schedule to make sure that you can go on some of these trips and uh be able to support this program so I want to talk to you about uh, something else. So we talked about Sergeant Webster being the person who's uh, in charge of the volunteers for the Sad Van. Can you, number one, talk about what the Sad Van does?
1: So yes, absolutely. The Sad Van is is a series of service members who are essentially on call and during the evenings after duty hours. And and what it does is it, it allows it is a last resort for soldiers. Who are maybe out in town maybe they went to the bar had a little bit too much to drink and they they make the right decision and they're they say I'm, I'm, I'm not fit to drive this isn't gonna happen and so SAD is a uh, program that they can call and these service members here on Fort Wayne will come out in a in a TMB, TMP and pick these soldiers up and take them back home
0: and it's run by the BOSS program because it's Soldiers Against Drunk Driving, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. And so it's really single soldiers, mostly, doesn't need to be single Mm-mm, soldiers, no. but that are volunteering to drive this van around. And it's uh, absolutely an, an, awesome, uh, an awesome example of service, uh, selfless service, and volunteering in, for the organization. And it's not just soldiers who can use this, right? they just need to be able to call a number to get a ride yeah and have a
1: dod id card
0: nice so do you have that number
1: uh yes absolutely <clears throat> the sad uh soldiers against drunk driving the phone number for that is 206-929-4040 or if you guys want to volunteer for sad uh you guys can text that number as well um Please feel free to reach out at any time if you guys have any further questions on the SAD program.
0: Yeah, do you know do you know what the requirements are to be able to volunteer for that program? I uh, have a valid driver's license. That's it, huh? That's it. Okay, awesome. So, and do, do you know if volunteering for that SAD program uh, helps out with the, what's it called, the MOSVM?
1: military outstanding volunteer service medal yeah yes it does it does it that will tack in with the 500 hours if you guys wanna if you guys want if that's what you're striving for
0: how do you get those hours
1: uh, you have them documented by the boss program itself
0: okay yeah. on what
1: yes so that uh, <clears throat> that form is da form 4160 and you can document everything on that 4162 my apologies
0: Okay, great. So we're, we're going to wrap up here. We've talked a lot about the BOSS program, talked a lot about the events that are coming up. We talked about volunteer opportunities. Why don't you just give a rundown of the the most important things that you think the BOSS program provides soldiers in our organization?
1: First, it gives these guys a opportunity to just get out and explore Alaska. Uh, this is a wonderful state, and, and these guys, you guys are, are, are really missing out if you guys don't get the opportunity to go out and just and just get to do things outside of, of just normal regular duty hours. Um, it also allows these service members, whenever they get out and, and into the community, to, to build friendships and to, to <clears throat> build camaraderie in the ranks and, and to strengthen the pack overall.
0: All right. Well, I also think that it's an opportunity for people to build camaraderie with each other, right? Um, It's an opportunity for people to experience things that they haven't experienced before. You know, we got some people that are from the lower 48 um, and maybe from places that they didn't have snow or they uh, didn't have opportunities to go hunting or see wildlife or uh things of that nature and you know maybe somebody who's lived in the city their entire life can come up here and experience some real outdoor rec style things but there's also opportunities to be able to go down to Anchorage and see some things that you know maybe some different kind of city living which uh you know probably you know somebody from a big city in the lower 48 might not call Anchorage a big city but you know somebody from uh, Delta Junction, Alaska might consider Anchorage pretty big. So, you know, it gives everybody an opportunity to see this, this uh, different part of our world. And uh, it helps soldiers that are maybe feeling isolated based on our location to not feel so isolated um, and be able to find ways to have a good time in a different environment than they possibly were in in the past yeah
1: these guys coming from the lower 48 um especially like myself i'm from from arkansas deep deep south podunk town and i never in my wildest dreams would have envisioned where I am today and the things that I've gotten to do. Uh, all of my duty locations have been cold weather environments. Uh, I love it, I love the cold, I love the snow. it can just pour down on me and and, and this is like I said this state is, is the place to be. Um, you just got you got to extend out and uh, do a little bit of research and, and just make that commitment overall you know.
0: Well, we'll end right there. Uh, I wanna tell the audience, you know, the things the things that you should be thinking about here in the future are making sure that you get your P T done, make sure you're doing marksmanship, learning those medical skills that you should be learning and uh so those small unit tactics. Thanks for tuning in. We'll seven out. Yeah.